This episode of That Song From That Movie is coming up after this. Hey there, this is Frankie Sparks. And this is Scott Eisenberg. We're married. And we have a podcast called Shoot the Flick. Every week, Scott and I introduce each other to a new movie the other one has never seen. We talk about it, give our thoughts on it, and also share some behind-the-scenes fun facts. We want you guys to come along and enjoy the movies with us. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter at ShootTheFlick, and check out our weekly episodes every single Wednesday on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and pretty much anywhere else you can find a podcast. Come and listen to us now as Frankie and I Shoot Shoot the the Flick! It's time, guys. We finally, we finally get to talk about Seal on this podcast. So look forward to us fangirling on today's episode of that song from that movie. Flat tire. Oh, I already said that one. I don't know. Pump it up. Yeah, go with that. <laughs> Thank you for joining that song from that movie, the journey through the very best and worst of movie songs. I am your original recipe or extra crispy host, Dietrich, and we're joined today by probably the biggest, or should that say, only slam ball fan in the United Kingdom, Alex. <gasps> no way, I was a huge slam ball fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on, there's got to be more than just me and Ben. I don't think there was. No, there was. <laughs> there was. Slam ball was incredible. <laughs> Did, did, they should bring that back. They really should. What a, yeah. what a sport. That should was extreme they? sports. Yes. Yeah. You assume though it was one loss away from ending every <laughs> every match. Well, probably that's maybe that's why it ended. I'm pretty sure it's the reason why Trouble the Channel ended. Oh, it was so channel. bad. What a channel. That and my life and kids. Well, that was good. And we're also joined by the man who's only on the podcast because he's a friend of the producer and was able to get a teamster to drop him off at the <laughs> recording studio, Ben. So which one of you is it? Uh, Alex. Yeah, good one. <laughs> so it's part two of our look at Space Jam. Alex, over to you. Yeah, well, just just before I do that, that, that the reference there for the Bill Murray reference, it's actually funny because he wasn't meant to be in that final scene, but he enjoyed the CG, the, the way they'd operate the CGI in real life together. They asked, requested to be in that final scene, so that's why it kind of makes no sense that he just shows up. <laughs> anyway. Oh, I've got a question about that then. Yeah, go. Um, to you guys. The, I think I can be of assistance line. Yeah. Who does that moment better? David Bowie or Bill Murray? David Bowie. Yeah, David Let's Bowie. Let's dance. <laughs> that is, is literally exactly the thing I thought of when he said when I when I watched it earlier and he said that line. I was like, that's that's just David Bowie in Zoolander. <laughs> <laughs> so, next song. Uh which I know is gonna be a personal favourite of Ben's probably based on the scene. Basketball Jones. Um and this song. The film version is performed by Barry White and Chris Rock, but it is actually a cover of a Cheech and Chong song from 1973 about a character called Tyrone Shoelaces, which is supposed to be a pun of Tie Your Own Shoelaces. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> he had a jonesing for basketball, so jonesing in this in this song uh, is a term for addiction, like jonesing for. So he has an addiction for basketball. Um, I do not recommend watching the original video because it is quite culturally inappropriate and very racially insensitive. So just leave that one if I were you guys. But yeah, the song features in the film, in the scene after Charles Barkley has lost his (laughs) basketball powers and he ends up... um, 
playing some girls on a court and losing quite badly. And then there is a bit of a montage of all the other basketball players who have lost their power, who've had their power stolen by the aliens, I should say, and uh, how it's affecting their lives. So, Ben, what do you think of the song? What do you think of the amazing scene? Because it is <laughs> What do you scene. think of the amazing scene? <laughs> yeah, no, the scene's hilarious. For what are basketball players that, you know, can't really act? I mean, a lot of them have got charisma by the bucket loads, especially in the 90s. There was so much, like, basketball was famous for smack talk, and I imagine they could hold it quite well. But they do really well with what they're asked to do. They, you know, especially delivery. The bit when the really tall players walk into the wall and fall backwards <laughs> is brilliant. The, I really don't like the song. Especially, <laughs> I really don't, especially Chris Rock. I mean, if he's supposed to sound like Craddock Addict, he does well. But, God, his voice is so annoying. I mean, Barry White's brilliant. And the, uh, sort of, the backing chorus that's saying basketball jones love it if if chris rock could be taken from that song and just you know thrown away give him the basketball let him go play <laughs> put him on the court and let barry white back in the studio i would enjoy it a lot but god yeah his voice is so annoying so annoying before i speak about the song the thing about walking into the wall or into the but the doorway yeah what is uh, right what do those little creatures do do they take away their basketball abilities? Because in some scenes, that's what it is. And in other scenes, they've lost their ability to be a human being. <laughs> There's no consistency. Like, why are they... They still can duck. It's not... Well, I don't know. Is that part... It's not like, a basketball what do they thing. Are they taking away their, like, um, their motor skills? Their, like, fine motor skills? And they're taking away their visual spatial sort of awareness? Because if they are, which is why you're good at basketball, because you're incredible at that processing speed, things like this. If you take away all that, you can't do shit. So I think it works brilliantly. And in fact, they probably had a lot of psychiatrists working on the film. <laughs> I'm sure they did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but in terms of the song, um, much like I Believe I Can Fly, I don't I don't really get how this song fits the scene or scenes, because I suppose it's quite a few cut together. Yeah. It's just Chris Rock ad-libbing some throwaway lines about basketball while Barry White talks about how he loves the sexy sliver of a female basketball. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's, it's a good point, actually. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing. It's so there's no there's like the, the difference between Barry White's voice and what <laughs> and Chris Rock. It's it's an anomaly. It hurts your ears because of what he's saying is just it's incredibly not offensive in the sense of you know to particular people, but it's just offensive to your ears. <laughs> I, I think it's probably like there was a relatively famous song that had the word basketball, and so they tried to incorporate it in the film. Yeah, there is there is one great bit though where they really combine the song well with the film. And I think it's the psychiatrist says something to one of the players who's laid on the bench, like, are you able to perform in other areas? And the song just goes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the character goes, no! You know, like it, it works really well in that scene. But it's an odd song. Uh, and the 70s version is even odder. So let's leave it at that. Oh, oh, do you remember we've talked about this scene on a previous episode? Did we? Oh, because the psychiatrist was in... What was he in? Does he wrote it... the songs to the Grinch. Yes, wow. that was it. That, yeah. yeah, that is a tie. Great callback to that, D. That completely Thank slipped you. my mind. Go listen to that episode. <laughs> yeah, go listen to that episode. So, next song, which I think is possibly the best song. Who knows what you guys are going to think. But it was the original uh, lead song. So this was the original song that they pushed for the album and it's the first single released. And it's Fly Like an Eagle by Seal. And it appears a couple of points. It appears first when Michael Jordan first displays his basketball skills to the Looney Tunes. 
after they have retrieved his um, North Carolina shorts, uh, which <laughs> he does wash after every match. <laughs> and then it also appears at the very beginning of the end credits. So it leads into the end credits. So again, it's actually a cover version of a Steve Miller band song. And uh, Steve Miller, who and the, the Steve Miller band probably most known by people for writing the song The Joker, if you guys know that. Space Cowboy and all that. So Steve Miller actually contacted Seal and said it was the best cover version of that song he'd ever heard. <laughs> Which, I don't know if that's a compliment or not, because I don't know many of the cover versions of that song, but we'll, we'll take it they meant it as a compliment. It was actually Seal's last top ten hit to date. Wow. If you can believe it. Incredible. Yeah. Weird, so when did Batman Forever come out? Before this. All oh, right, okay. It's probably I imagine that's part yeah, of why he got yes. the kick. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I'll tell you what, what Seal's probably doing now. If you go on YouTube and you type in sort of... Um, celebrities interacting with buskers or it's like artists interacting with buskers it's like uh, sort of famous singer, singers going on like the streets of New York and you know start singing with a busker it's 90% seal <laughs> <laughs> Love that. just they're all singing Kiss from a Rose and then he takes the money at the end yeah it's just, <laughs> yeah, it's just someone singing and seal's there and he just joins in <laughs> I like that about seal whether you, whether you like it or not it was chosen, this song was chosen by Birds and Blooms magazine as the best ever song about birds. <laughs> Sounds Being like Horse and, birds. Hound, Horse and Hound from Notting Hill. <laughs> from Notting Hill. <laughs> yeah. Beating Freebird and Blackbird by the Beatles, which is uh, interesting. What do you guys think of this song, actually? I haven't asked that question yet. Alex, let me throw some things at you. Okay. It's Seal. Yeah. You following? Yeah, I'm, follow- I'm following. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, you got Seal. It's, it's a slow-paced song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a movie tie-in. Yep. So therefore, basic, that song from that movie, Maths, means this song is fantastic. Oh, no, you're going to contradict? Oh, I'm not going to... Right. Con- oh, yeah, right, so I thought you were leading into it, but it's not. Because I 100% agree with you, dude. He was showing you that cliff edge, Alex. You thought he was going to push you, and he was just <laughs> yeah. getting you to appreciate the view. It's, it's Maths. You can't argue with Maths. Yeah, yeah, Dave. You know what? I'm not going to argue with you, because I think it's amazing. Ben? No, there's nothing else to say. This, It should have been the flagship song. It's brilliant. It, it, when he walks off that spaceship at the end and you just do get the... Oh, God, yeah. And then the, the like, sort of, you know, like, um, half-speed like basketball when he's just, like, flaunting it on the court while the Looney Tunes watch. And some of them look like they're... They don't know whether they're just appreciating it or falling in love with him as a man. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can see why uh, he was enamoured by this script. It's like, it's basically, we're just going to idolise you for, you know, 90 minutes. We're going to have songs that are basically about what you can do on a basketball court. I believe I can fly, fly like an eagle, all this stuff. (laughs) There's no wonder he picked this, but yeah, it's a fantastic song. Yeah, there was actually like one of the reviews I read for it was like, it was a very shrewd choice by Michael Jordan to pick this as his first foray into cinema. And yeah, like for every reason you've just described. I mean, did you guys watch, please tell me you've seen the video to the song. If not, I will describe it for you. Uh, no, I don't think you I have. Either. I haven't watched it. So, no. so like the other videos, it does feature a lot of clips from the film. But aside from that, it is essentially just Seal in like a full like trench coat and silk shirt, open open shirt, of course. Of course um, there's lots of wind. There's lots. There's lots of wind. Um, and it's just him in front of a green screen for probably what is about five minutes of song. 
uh, and the green screen is interspersed with just shots of clouds. And then also the scenes from, well, they're not actually the scenes from the films. They've kind of recreated the part where Michael Jordan is a, a young boy, the beginning scenes where he's shooting hoops in that sort of metal uh, netted basketball court. And uh, it's just Seal like dancing in that like dustland. <laughs> But still wearing the outfit, and like it's like he's like playing basketball in the background. Spin Seal is just like grooving and jiving to the song. <laughs> it's, it's a sight to build. It's just it's just so nineties and so magnificent that I would recommend it. So what you're saying is the bit on Community where Jeff and the That's Dean sing "Kiss on a Rose" and the green screen behind them is clouds is a reference. Yeah, to fly like an eagle though, which, which is yeah. which really irks me. <laughs> Unless it's also the same as Kiss from a Rose video. It's meta. I can't remember. But yeah, probably. What, which, which which do you prefer? Ooh, well, we can only have that discussion when we eventually do Batman Returns. Okay. Forever. But we will have that ba- discussion. Batman Forever, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Batman Forever, sorry. Oh, well, I don't know if I want to talk about it then. Batman Returns <laughs> is the best one. <laughs> but No way. <laughs> well, another conversation for another time. So, the next couple of... I'm actually going to throw three songs at you. Because none of these three songs feature on the soundtrack. But I would say are probably the three of the songs I associate most with this film. So, Pump Up the Jam by Technotronic. Gonna Make You Sweat, Everybody yep. Dance Now by The Hit Crew. Yep. And Get Ready for This by Two Unlimited. All three of these songs feature within the realm of the basketball match between the Toons and the Monstars. They're all jock jams. They're, they're, they're all absolute just period, just jams period. I, I don't know why they're not on the soundtrack. Year six disco songs. They're all yeah, maybe because they're all older songs, but they really, really work in line with that um, the Space Jam song from the opening credits, and it's, I guess it's kind of a callback to those, isn't it? And they all sort of work yeah. together to represent basketball. <laughs> I assume that these four songs get played like say every single basketball game ever, and if they don't, what, what what's the point? I mean, I, I know it'd be a lot harder in football, soccer, because there's eleven players on each team, whereas there's only five in basketball, but. What they should adopt in football is when they, each one of them individually walks out and they get like an individual call out with like a song. <laughs> so like each one could pick them because like that's basically, you know, a lot of the songs are when they're like entering to the court or something. There's a hit em ha, hit em ha, hit em ha. You know, they should adopt that in more sports. Tennis. <laughs> Badminton. How about like a, uh, before the FA Cup final, like a 90s dance techno remix of Abide With Me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It go. would be better. <laughs> Might be different. The, the classic of the cup. I would like to say it'd be like modernising, but <laughs> would it be, it'd be a 90s dance track? <laughs> it's modernising, but it's still yeah, not more modern, modern day. Yeah, it's modern. <laughs> I'd come out to Euphoria. Yeah, well, we know that, Ben. <laughs> we already knew that. Today's episode is brought to you by Omeo. Omeo is a travel booking platform that makes planning a journey in Europe and North America effortless. Just enter your travel details and Omeo will magically give you all the train, bus, flight or ferry options for your journey. It's never been simpler to book your first real vacation for 2021. Best of all, using Omeo saves you time and money, so that's a win-win in our books. Omeo wants to help you leave the house this summer by offering 5% off your next booking. Just head to omeo.com and use the code LISTENER5 at checkout. It's valid until the 30th of June for new users on all modes of transport. It's just the pick-me-up that 2021 needs. Omeo, plan, book, and love the journey. Terms and conditions apply. So, the last main song I want to discuss very briefly and just hear what you guys think is is Hit em High. This song does feature on the soundtrack, 
and it is the walking music for the monsters. Um, <laughs> you got an opinion on this one? Um, no, I just remember it as the the part when they just run in to just absolutely fuck shit up. Yeah, and indeed they do. They do, yeah. I mean, there should be more fouls being called. I don't really get what's going on. Um, especially, I mean, how many? There's so many guns. Yeah, and I like that the the referee who is the Marvin the Martian or, or whatever his oh, name is. Of course, is. it is. Yeah. Later on, it was like you're gonna forfeit if you don't get an extra man in your team. <laughs> that's the line. I mean, to be that's fair, the yeah, line, the, the, I guess that's the whole point, isn't it? That it, none of it makes sense, and that's what the Looney Tunes do. I do like the fact that Marvin the Martian is the referee because mm-hmm. it makes sense. It, does, it, it does make sense. Yeah, he's impartial. Yeah. <laughs> Of all of these things that make sense. Like, just a weird sidetrack to go get my shorts. Um, we're moving away from this point of the song because I don't have much uh, really to say about it other than that, yeah, I'd class this as like the the song of the monsters. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's fantastic entrance music. Like if, if someone on the darts was using this, I want them to win. <laughs> but it, it has the curse of all entrance music. And obviously I watch a lot of wrestling and this happens a lot with music. Uh, that they use after you get past the first 30 seconds you don't want to listen to it anymore yeah, no that makes sense yeah I, i've never had the urge no yeah it's not it's not showing the money by uh <laughs> but no i don't know if it's by shaman man but i like to think it is <laughs> i like to think it is so metalingus i mean this this one was on the soundtrack like i say but uh i think it's buried deep <laughs> i think it's like one of the last songs on there so it's a, probably no one who bought the soundtrack actually got that far either Two other songs that are on the soundtrack, which you probably don't know uh, from the film because they only really feature in the opening credits, or uh, closing credits, although there is some, uh, you do get like a little couple of musical refrains at some point in the film, are two songs. One is called For You I Will, which is by Monica, and the other one is I Turn To You by All For One. The reason I wanted to mention these two songs is because they were both written by a personal favourite of ours. And D, I'm hoping that you've got the music ready. Is it who I think it is? It is. It's Diane Warren. Okay, okay, hang on. Oh. <laughs> it's. Oh. I'm, I'm trying to get. It. Yeah. Diane Warren. Magical. Um, <laughs> so, neither of them are particularly great songs, and they're kind of both like really reminiscent of like the conversation we had about the uh, When You Believe from Prince of Egypt, the, the, the Mariah Carey. Um, Whitney Houston version where it's very sort of like 90s lounge vibe um, but Diane Warren was adamant that I Turn To You which is the songs performed by All For One would be a hit single and wanted Warner Brothers to release it as one of the singles from the album but they wouldn't because they wanted to save some songs back for the soundtrack however Diane Warren would be proven right when it became a hit single for Christina Aguilera I was hoping you were going to say Mel C <laughs> <laughs> Did she have that song called I Turn To You? Like a flower leading toward the sun Maybe, <laughs> Maybe Clearly, I'm, clearly I'm living in my own head um, Maybe, you're probably right But no, this was for Christina Aguilera <laughs> Well, it's, in fact, it's actually interesting that you say it's Diane Warren I can't believe I didn't make this connection in my brain In my notes, I wrote down for for you I will This sounds like an early draft of How Do I Live from Conair Oh, well there you go <laughs> I said it never hits those heights, but I mean, mo- most songs don't. But apparently, Diane knows what she's doing. It was—it was obviously a progression up to that, wasn't it? This was like this was the song she wrote to be like, mm, one day I'll write a better version of this song, and it'll be on Conair. <laughs> I'll be able to sell it to Michael Bay. <laughs> <laughs> but this Jam. will do for the sp- this will do for Space Jam. Yeah, 
Yeah. I mean, the, my main takeaway from this song is it reminded me of Monica's better song with Brandy. I don't know what that is. Go the Boy Is Mine. It's I'll not really bells for me. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'll have to. I might have to go on a YouTube deep dive then. There's gonna be one person listening to this going, "How dare you guys not know what that is off by heart?" <laughs> is that person you? <laughs> I don't listen to these back. Come on. Okay. Right. <laughs> uh, my evening will involve Brandy once again. Okay, top five time. So, Michael Jordan, greatest sportsman of all time, yes or no? Uh, no. Maybe. Alex, yes or no? Um, I'm going to say maybe. Didn't give that as an option. Anyway, <laughs> usually when sportsmen get to a certain level in their field, they decide, yeah, now's the time to enter the world of cinema. And so, that can be disastrous or incredibly successful and so i want to know what are the top five highest grossing movies that star athletes now the term athlete is used loosely (laughs) shall we say also the word starring (laughs) i say involving individuals in which um their fitness (laughs) is paramount um, also, basically, may involve wrestlers. Oh, okay. Well, the Marine. The Marine is not the highest grossing films of all time. <laughs> oh, sorry. Marine 2 <laughs> with Ted DiBiase Jr. What about the Marine 3 with The Miz? What about Marine 4 with The Miz? <laughs> with the, the, with the, there's two Marines <laughs> with The Miz. What about the Marine 5 with The Miz? Ah, okay. Or the Marine 6 with The with the Miz and Becky Lynch? Interesting. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out there on a limb and say Space Jam. Uh, you would be <gasps> incorrect. It's not in the top five. Whoa. It is not in the top five for the first time I've ever given it. It grossed $250 million at the box office. How <laughs> can it not be? Wait, right, okay. wait, wait. Have I done this wrong? Oh, wait, one. hang on. Wait, I might have so... this wrong. Wait, one. Alex, ask me that again. <laughs> Space Jam? Yes, correct. It's five. <laughs> it's fifth. I wrote uh, wrong. Question, how many of these are The Rock? Uh, none, apparently. Mm. Oh, okay, because when you said wrestler, I was like, What are you going to say, the Fast and the Furious? <laughs> yeah, I was thinking Fast and Furious. Uh, yeah. When is this from? No, March the 5th, 2021. Um, I... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe now The Rock has... He's just considered uh, an actor. Okay, uh, Avengers Endgame. Who's in that? Because it's got Batista in it. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, basically, it has... It num- it's a number- the second highest n- grossing <laughs> film of all time, Ben. And number one, it just says, the films of Batista... <laughs> I think they're trying to avoid basically the top five being Guardians of the Galaxy 1, yeah. 2, and the Avengers films. So basically, number one. <laughs> and and uh, Stuber, or it's called. <laughs> Dave Boo. How many of these are wrestlers, though? Are there uh, any that one, other than one. Space Jam? The top 10. There was lots in the rest of the list, but that was the only that, one. That was the only the one. chances of you getting the other three, I'd say, are slim. Okay, Dodgeball. Uh, no, but Dodgeball was in this list. Yes. The Longest Yard. No. Ooh, good shout. Mean uh, machine. Football factory. <laughs> Very no. no. Um, yeah, but it's Vinnie Jones. That's a good shout. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Lockstock. Snatch. Yeah, Lockstock. Snatch, yeah. No, they did. No, 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 no. Again, I think the difficulty here is. Are they here. all American? Sports they may sports. be American footballers. And mm. one of them's a basketball player that you will not know. So I will say that number three on this list, apparently, is John Wick 3. Um, by the NBA player Boban Majanovic. As that film grossed three hundred and twenty-six million dollars, 
Um, and he is in a scene in basically where um, Keanu Reeves kicks the shit out of him. God, that's every scene. Uh, so if that means starring, then, you know, here we go. Two films, and I think they're both American footballers. And are they both uh, relatively recent oh, no. films? I'll say Americans. that again. I'll say that again. One's an NHL, one's a hockey player, and one's an American footballer. One's a fantastic film with an incredibly... Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura was number six on this list. <laughs> oh. So a very good guess. Number two on this list. <laughs> Not counting the films of Dave Bautista. <laughs> um, very famous um, American footballer of the past sort of 10, 15 years. Tom Brady? Well, no, I'd say 20 years. Brett Favre? <laughs> Is in... Oh my god, it is actually Brett Favre. What's Brett Favre in? Retirement. <laughs> god, the, no. the video recording of Brett Favre's wedding. <laughs> no. The Hangover, something like Comedy that. film from 1998. God, that's dead on the It was at Meet one the point the love interest of the titular character. Oh, is it um, the thi- uh, something about Mary, maybe? There's something about Mary, yeah. yes. And you'll, I, actually, you'll never get number four, which is a film, a very good film, uh, comedy film, Jim Carrey, The Truman Show. <laughs> I'll just give the you a okay, guy. The film is Dumb and Dumber. Do you know who the athlete is? Well, I'm guessing it's a hockey player. Wayne yes. Gritsky. No, dude, that is that. I, I that mean, is the only hockey player I know the name. Cam Neely. <laughs> yeah, well, I would never have guessed that. Who is that? Uh, apparently, he's an NHL or Hall of Famer. Uh, and apparently, fifth is yes, a film called Space Jam with someone Michael Jackson. Yeah. Um, yes, I just realised it's Wayne Gretzky, isn't it? Wayne Gretzky is the fake surname on the uh, fake shirt in an episode of Everybody Hates Chris. Another Chris Rock reference. Honorable mentions include Airplane, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, I mean, assuming Escape to Victory was on there. Uh, no, it wasn't. The Princess Bride. Oh yeah, okay. Because of Andre the Giant. Most of these are wrestling references, though. They're not really sports. And starring our. <laughs> an equally famous basketball player. Oh, Kareem. Oh, sorry. We talked about airplanes. <laughs> we talked about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. We talked yeah. about Michael Jordan, but we've not spoken about Shaquille O'Neal. Oh my God, uh, Shazam. Shazam! Shazam! Also, Blue Chips. Also, Steel. Of course, Steel. Yeah. Do you remember Steel? I don't get why. So, so just clarify for this. Demit, this. Why are the films of the Rock not in this in this list? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. This is. Uh, <laughs> I I just read them out, Alex. Okay. Um, why is the Gold Trilogy not in this list? <laughs> from what I've seen, <laughs> what I've seen of it, it seems to cla- count the Rock as an actor, according to the uh, disclaimer here. He is now an actor, not a sportsman. And it doesn't. It doesn't class Batista as an actor. <laughs> no, apparently, <laughs> apparently not. That's, That's how seminal he is. <laughs> What what shade thrown to Dave? God, pure terror, pure terror. That was that might be my lowest moment of podcast history. I am ashamed. Okay, so now it's time for us to decide what is the best song of Space Jam. Hmm. I think this is going to be a tough one. Mm-hmm. He says with a question mark. Alex, do you want to go first? As always, uh, do I always go first? I will go first. Um, I think for me it's an easy one. It's Fly Like an Eagle by Seal because it has been flying around my head for nigh on 25 years. What, what about the first five years of your life? No, because that was before the, the song. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, i got a question. Is a fly 
you, you mentioned it was like a reference in the film. Was fly already a basketball term before the film? Well, I think it's because Michael Jordan would say he would catch air, hence Air Jordans. Like he flew, basically. He was known of how high he could uh, get off the oh, air. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Which is the whole point why there's the references. Like, like the logo. Him, yes, him stretching towards the basketball hoop at the end, all the references to the songs. I think it was just his trademark, like how good he was at slam dunks. Right. Or dunking, as the cool kids would say. Hitting baskets. That's why they're called Fly Jordans. Yes. Uh, playing that b-ball, as Alex would say. Uh, ben? At one point in my life, this would have been a lot closer. But as we said, I, for whatever reasons, just can't enjoy I Believe I Can Fly anymore uh, to that same level. I hope I can at least enjoy it in the film to an extent where I can keep that steelbook on the wall. But... Yeah, Fly Like an Eagle is an absolutely incredible song. And I can still enjoy it. I can listen to it on Spotify and not feel wrong. Um, And so I will take that forever. Thank you, Seal. I am not agreeing, although it is my second place. I'm going with uh, the song Space Jam, or Slam, whatever you want to call it. It's a very good choice. Yeah, I think similar. I might have picked I Can Believe I Can Fly. Um... I want it to have a legacy of its own, it's under its own merits, yeah. but I'm just not sure. No. And equally, I wouldn't, like, um, if someone else enjoys it, we're not looking down on them for enjoying it. Oh, yeah, I think we covered that. Yeah, I think we covered You know, that. other people can separate art from artists, I just can't. Yeah. Yeah, but that's what I mean, it's not wrong that other people can't. Oh, no, no, yeah. no of course not. It's, it's, no, a personal, no, it's a personal choice, isn't it? it yeah, if I, if, I still enjoy, if I still enjoyed the song, I'd be fine to do that, you know, because I think you should be able to separate it. I just can't. I'm I I'm separating emotion from what I had with that song because I'm now thinking about it too much, and be- when I think I can't enjoy. <laughs> yeah, well, I recently tried to listen to Lost Prophets again, and it, it was just too icky. Yeah, to be fair, I've not. Like, yeah, the songs are great, but if I'm not enjoying it, I'm not enjoying it. Yeah, yeah, it's always going to be tainted for me. Things like that. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that that was my point. I'm picking Space Jam, although I would have probably picked that anyway. <laughs> So that brings it into another episode of that song from that movie. Let us know which song you think is better. Alex, what is our Twitter handle? TSFTMPod. Very nice. So you can help the podcast in many ways. The first way you can help us is by sharing this on a random subreddit. Ben, what should the random subreddit be this week? Ooh, I'd say the MLB subreddit. <laughs> Very nice. Other ways you can help us is on Patreon. It's on our merch store. And for free, leave us a review. Preferably a positive one. Mm-hmm. But I'll take any at this stage. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. You haven't been given us one, Ben. Uh, well, I can do it now that you said you can give negative ones. Uh, oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so all that's left now is to do some goodbyes. So it's goodbye from myself, goodbye, and goodbye from Alex. Let's go, balls! <laughs> you took it from me. <laughs> it's the best line of it. And goodbye from Ben. <laughs> you took it from me! <laughs> So goodbye everybody. Bye. But I love my mama. So let's get straight. Whoa, 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 whoa. To Alex, I need to do the intro. The next song, go. On.